Jeremy here. Just before we get into the show, wanted to give an update. We have a new tier on our Patreon. That is the Sheikah supporter tier for $5 or more a month. You get a week early access to episodes as well as getting to pick games that you play alongside us. Each month, people in this tier can pick a game that we'll play. We'll stream it on our Discord for everyone else to see. And uh, it's been a lot of fun. We just played the Rogue Hero Ruins of Tassos game, uh, which is this roguelike, Zelda-like game that uh, is very similar to the old Four Swords games. It's very chaotic. It's very, very fun. If you want to join up in that, go to patreon.com slash chat of the wild. If you can't afford that, we do still have the smaller tier. Just a reminder, people that join in that tier, they get ad-free episodes. They also get access to our side quests episodes, where once a month we record an episode just talking about all the other games that we have been playing. You also get to pick the games that we play in between Zelda games, what we call our Gaiden games, as well as getting a shout-out. If that sounds good to you, once again, go to patreon.com slash chat of the wild sign up support us we really appreciate it anyways that's all i have so let's get on with the show another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check planning for what's next and how to save for it that's where bank of america can help for your financial to-dos bank of america has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Chat of the Wild is part of the HyperX Podcast Network. To find out more information and other great shows, go to podcast.hyperx.com. This is the Triforce of Wisdom, Link. The evil wizard Ganon has the Triforce of Power. Whoever gets both Triforces will rule this land forever. You must help me, Link. Hey, for you, Zelda, anything. Nice job, hero. Hey, excuse me, princess. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Chat of the Wild Patreon bonus, where we watch The Legend of Zelda, the animated series. I'm your host for this episode, Jeremy. We've got BC. We've got Brian. How are you guys doing? I'm uh, doing all right. This has probably been the one of the least painful episodes. One of the most bizarre, but least painful. Um, and my name isn't Brian. My name is Nairb, because I am Mirror Brian. <laughs> <laughs> are we doing that too not it's not dark brian 
I want to be dark. Jam. Oh, dark, 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 bright. Yeah, I guess it could be dark because it's it's dark link. Dark link, right? I guess. But but then again, who knows for this for this show? Like what logic they're going to take in this episode? Doppelganger. We're going to explain the jokes that we're making here. Uh, they're uh, probably still not going to be any funnier, but uh, there you go. Doppelganger, written by Bob and Eve Forward. Uh, I don't remember if Eve Forward is his sister or if Eve Forward is his wife, because both of them have writing credits on this show. Hey, the family that writes together. Either way, nepotism. Yeah, yeah, you know. It's like it's like when uh, uh, John and Paul were like, look, Ringo, we put your name on as the guy who wrote uh, this song so you could get money forever. Why? Why would you ever compare this show to that? Like, why? Because <laughs> he just put his sister's name on something because she pitched a really bad joke. And they're like, look, you're going to get royalties for this forever if it's successful. You know, this show reminds me of one of the most of one of the greatest albums of all time. Uh, like, <laughs> anyways, we open up this episode with a moblin climbing up the side of a tower with some boomerangs in his we mouth. We open on the episode. The episode is almost over by the time the shot is done. That's the show, man. Everything is so slow. <laughs> uh, but uh, Link is practicing. I don't like to call what Link carries a sword because it is a butter knife. It is a like a dagger at best. It's, it's a gun. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not a gun. Like... Mm. Rarely does he ever use it to block another sword or fight someone with it. He picks it up and shoots people. It's like a foot and a half long. It, it essentially functions as like a Flash Gordon gun. Yeah, it, they refer to what it does as zaps. Mm-hmm. He's zapping yeah. people all the time. That's the nomenclature that they that use. Is, that is the action. That is the verb that you use. Uh, we do get that fun reused animation back to back here i don't know if either of you guys noticed that the moblin threw a boomerang link does this like deflect shot and then moves his hand across his mouth in a weird way and then does the exact same animation again you didn't mm-hmm. need the moblin to throw two boomerangs like, yeah. it wasn't necessary no but they doubled up on it and had him do the same animation <laughs> he's also whistling the uh, the mario theme uh when Is this that what starts it was? i didn't yeah. pick up on it and uh, that would, you know, which would be a funny reference if the show didn't start with the Mario Super Show theme song. Um, sure. So, yeah. I just seen Lake was just like, shake your arms from side to side. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he should have um, been singing. I would have been, I would have been there for that. So, Lake, uh, the Moblin uh, drops a force field ring. And then Link says something of like, oh boy, is it Christmas? So does Jesus Christ exist in this world? Yes. Yeah. Yes, he and does. He's handing out force field rings left and right. <laughs> well, no, okay. Santa's handing out the force field rings left and right. Jesus and um, Santa should exist if, by this logic. That, that's where I'm going with this. Um, so, yeah. So the, the gods are real, and so is the triune god. Uh, we see that Moblin back at the evil jar, and he's just like, I'm sorry, Ganon, I really screwed this one up. And Why? Then Ganon, then Ganon goes, you know, Link is really starting to annoy me now. <laughs> I'm just like, I'm starting? <laughs> I just, I'm just mad at Ganon for, for being mad at the bad guy. Like, you send one dude 
you've seen what they can deal with. And if yeah. you hadn't sent that one guy, or if you had sent multiple guys, maybe that one guy wouldn't have dropped his force field ring for later. Uh, Ganon, this is all your fault. You shouldn't be mad. Also, why did the guy just use the force field ring when Link was zapping him? Right, they never actually use it themselves, you know? Right. The, he's just like, you know, handing these things out when they send them out and just be like, here, here's your loot. And they're like, what do you mean loot? And I'm like, well, don't worry about it. Don't, don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> he rolls a dice in the corner, like, I gotta check the random number generator, rolls three yeah. D20s. <laughs> yeah, it's like, you get a rupee, you get a bomb, you get an arrow, you get a ring. <laughs> you have nothing. Uh you get a you get a pocket watch. Um so <laughs> don't ask me why. Uh fortunately, Ganon does have another trick up his sleeve. Literally. Mm-hmm. This is okay, this like I, I, I was going on a trip with this because I'm like, okay, he's got a magic coin. Okay, this coin is turning into a, a ball of light. Okay, the ball of light is actually turning into a frisbee. Okay, he's going to throw the frisbee. What? Okay, now the frisbee turned into a giant mirror. Okay, what is going? Like, what is going on right now? I also think it's weird that he's like, "Oh, I've been saving this magic for yeah. a special occasion." And when you think about his plan, why wasn't this like plan number three? Why wasn't this episode three? Uh, he was saving it for sweeps. Like I want sweeps. to see his chalkboard. I this, want to this, see. This is for ratings week. <laughs> Yeah, like you have no idea yeah. for a minute what is going on, like what his plan is, but we're watching just this orb fly around and like disrupt orb. nature and all of this stuff just to make an ornate mirror appear in Zelda's room. Yeah. Well, you know it's going to be a mirror because he makes a terrible pun of like, this is going to Zelda and I hope it'll be a bad reflection of her. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even I didn't even pick up on that. Like Yeah, it, he, he makes this bad reflection joke. The voice actor's like performance completely changes for that line. It just mm-hmm. drops like an octave and just gets way <laughs> grittier for no reason. Well, I mean, and he already like, has this like Jiminy Glick delivery where he like gets real high pitched and then goes back down low again before he I'm gonna kill the crap out of you, like sort of thing. So yeah. Um, well, this mirror appears and the fr- and Sprite's the first one that notices it, but Sprite immediately goes to start trash talking Zelda again. That's, mm-hmm. that's her first thing that she says that she calls Zelda vain. Yeah. You're she's not concerned at all with how it got here. Like she kind of says something about it, but she's more like Zelda's vain and I'm going to have to clean this thing. It's just one more thing for me to dust, which why are they obsessed with cleaning things? <laughs> why why i don't i don't know and i love that like she's like oh i do all this housework and then like two seconds later zelda comes around the the corner with like a shirt that has a big ironing yes! in the middle of it and she's like did you iron this but I'm like, do they have irons <laughs> you're yeah. still doing it her introduction to the scene is more whining about housework before before she looks over and goes, oh, what's that mirror doing here? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then, like, Zelda he... shows up, and then Link shows up, like, not long after her, and then they're just like, oh, did you order this mirror? No, I thought you ordered this mirror. And I'm just like, ordered from where? Like, am- do we have Amazon here? Uh, they didn't, like, commission the mirror. 
They didn't do anything. Like, you ordered it as if you're going to go to the store and be like, yes, I'd like one ornate mirror, please. Mm-hmm. Uh, but and then also Zelda is Zelda's face is an half an inch away from this mirror looking at it. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, you know, I know it's just poor drawing and cartoon and cheap cartoons and all that stuff. But I that just stuck out to me. Like her face is right up to the mirror to be like, yep, it's a mirror. That's definitely a mirror. Also, also just had a thought that uh, uh, Bezos totally sounds like a Zelda enemy name. So, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Hey, Bezos. Oh, that's a red Bezos. You got to be careful. <laughs> They're weak spots on their tum-tum. No, they're weak spots in their wallet. So, oh, that's uh, a pretty fortified wallet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, very quickly, Zelda is like left by herself looking at this mirror, and then another version of Zelda appears on the mirror. We that's get Bizarro Zelda. Yeah, but then the first, also like, Moonlight comes through the window or something. Yeah, Moonlight comes through. That's the magic that sets it off. Is but that what it was? Also- Yes, because okay. then there's also moblins on the other side, and this mirror doesn't just create a doppelganger. It's also a portal to the underworld. It's a multi-use mirror, I guess. I guess. Um, sort but, of? I don't know. It, we'll, 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 get, cause she did, we'll get to it, but this uh, Bizarro Zelda doesn't like follow the normal rules of this world, so I have no idea. No, <laughs> rules of this world. You still are on that, Brian. The one um, thing that we that they haven't gotten rid of is that when Link shoots a guy in the face, he pops up in the jar. Right. That's Bizarro the Zelda way. never gets sent to the jar. W Y T Z the jar. <laughs> you're listening to the jar. <laughs> if you're in the um, jar, you probably got shot in the face by you the got hero. Shot by Link <laughs> with a boomerang. Uh, so we. See Dark Zelda step out, and you know she looks like Zelda except she's wearing a a black trimmed outfit. You know compared to what she has. That's, yeah, it's a color that's palette the swap. difference. Yeah, it, it is. It is the Smash Brothers palette swap. Like everything else is the same, but they're wearing some kind of slightly different color. Yeah, um, but but she's also like way more ready to bone down. So yeah, um, they immediately go and take Zelda. Uh, through the portal, real Zelda, through the mm-hmm. portal, mirror, copier, whatever. Because Link has heard her scream by this point, so he's on his way. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then as soon as Link gets in there, <laughs> this evil dark Zelda is just like, oh, I know what you've been after this whole time. I know how to get you to do whatever I want. Mm-hmm. And just starts making out with Link. Not a, not a kiss on the cheek. Like I know Link would be like, oh, she kissed me on the cheek, and that'd be fine for him. It is short of like, Tongues in each other's mouths, just Arr. just this really going at it. Um, Which um, Link is, yeah, he's like, yeah, uh, okay, uh, not what I thought it was gonna be like. He yeah. literally says colder than I imagined. Yes, I, can, I, I just have to think that she has like no body heat, and it was just right, like, right. She's a yeah. she's like not real. Uh. Also, um, uh, in the in when Link showed up, he did fight the Moblins and uh, broke the mirror. Yeah, I'm pretty uh, sure it was the same Moblin. Who, the, the one who broke the mirror was the dumbass who left the Force Field ring behind, probably. So probably, yeah. So that so that was their plan. They were gonna take. They took Zelda into the mirror. Bizarro Zelda was gonna go grab the Triforce of Wisdom and then jump into the mirror. Like and, there was no reason. Like we don't need two Zeldas. 
The mm-hmm. only reason that having two Zeldas helped at this moment was to improvise with Link. Right. It just happened to be a plus, which yeah. they st- it, 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 an opportunity that she squanders. So, um, yeah, like there was no real point to this trope. No, but uh, Dark Zelda, go ahead and Dark Zelda doms Link. Ablas. And basically just like says, you know, oh, I, I'll uh, I'll give you what you want if you do mm-hmm. these things for me. Uh, yeah. She's it... like stepping on them <laughs> and just like doing all these things where I'm like, oh, this is for somebody for sure. Yeah. She yeah. does step on them. That was weird. That got yeah. a little odd. Yeah, you know, in the a- and then in the afterglow, she's like, "Hey, get your stuff. We're we're gonna take back the fight. We're getting out of here." Link notices she has a new outfit on. Uh, like, oh. You know, Link Link picks up on everything on this. You know, I I, I do yeah. hand it to him that he he every little thing just starts to wear away very quickly. Um, even the kiss that he wanted wasn't. He knew something was off. But does As he do anything are, with this information? No. Besides absolutely. extort kisses from someone who he's just taking advantage of because they think that, that he thinks that they're normal. So he goes as far <laughs> as being like, okay, Zelda said we're going to take the Triforce to Ganon. I guess that's what we're going to do. Mm-hmm. Also, apparently it was Zelda that made the Triforce float. And without yeah. her power, Yeah, or you heavy. just at least have to have magic or know how to manipulate magic in some way. Because she does, she uses it to do other things, so... She, I guess, it's either that or uh, Abla's has no idea where Zelda keeps her magic helium. So, <laughs> yeah, who knows? Um, and then, but uh, this plan, though, I want to talk about this plan. Isn't this just completely dangerous? Right? Okay. So, so the main plan was in and out through the the mirror. Mirror gets broken. So the the plan's off. This none of this was accounted for. So she's making it up on the spot. Link isn't walking into, like, a preset trap. She's just like, grab the thing, hero, let's go. So what if he defeats Magic Lady, grabs Triforce of Power on the spot? Like, bad plan. It's a bad plan. It's a Ganon plan. No, it's not. It's <laughs> just is, it's just her going like, oh, yeah, she, yeah, she made a... Dumb. They're she has made a Ganon plan. Idiot. I mean, plan is real easy. You just, you spend the night in his room... When he finally passes out, leave. You leave with the, the Triforce of Wisdom. You yeah, go, sure. But again, that's not a Ganon plan. <laughs> a Ganon plan has at least five more steps. <laughs> uh, so while they are going to an entrance to the other world, which I don't know why they picked the farthest one away that they could. Like these things right? are all over the place. Uh, we've seen one open underneath the castle. Uh huh. Let's go to that one. Well, no, that was like, the magnet, <laughs> right? No, no, there was just in the middle of the castle, and a gate opened, and then monsters came out on one of them, and they just like were fighting them. Uh, it, it's again, they they're all over the place, but they're they're taking one that goes across this river, and that is where Link notices that this Zelda doesn't have a reflection mm-hmm. either, which that's that's heavy. Right? Like, I don't care what world you're in. If this person that you knew and you're just walking by and they just don't have a reflection all of a sudden, like, that would be, I'd just be like, what is going on? What happened to Zelda? But instead, he's just like, oh, she must be evil. Anyways, I'm going to make a plan to kill her now. (laughs) Yeah. 
This is a bad plan. This is a Ganon plan. Yep. Uh, we cut to Zelda being tied up, and she's just like, I don't know what you're going to do. Link's going to come here and save me. And he's just like, oh, I know Link's going to come here. Uh, and he pulls out his little like projector orb. And he's just yeah. like, see, here they are right now. Uh, and, you know, I would be like, wait, is that me? Like, she didn't even really acknowledge that. She's just like, no, how could you get in? And that's like it. Cause I get, well, I guess we did, she did see herself earlier. So, right. Right. Never mind. But uh, I, I but, was, I was like, Ganon sh- should be mad when he finds out what's going on. Like, like oh, she's bringing Link with, it. like, what's going on? He's, but. I thought he would be mad about that, but you're right. This is a Ganon plan, so he Ganon, sees it and is like, cool. Yeah, sh- yeah. that that monster is going to get a promotion for adding more steps to the plan, because that's, right. that's being a team player when it comes to working for Ganon. You followed uh, the Kaizen steps. Yeah, the reverse Kaizen steps. You add more steps. She calls she calls uh, Ganon Porky at, at one point. I loved point, it. Which, great, I loved it. Great. <laughs> Uh, also, Ganon has her tied to a spike that tapers to a point about two feet above her head. So, yeah, it's it's like when you when you lock your bike up to a parking meter. At <laughs> <laughs> um, I- they are down in the underworld now, and they're, it's just spiral staircases mm-hmm. and like M. C. Escher style just landscapes all over the place. Like Mm -hmm. they just leading into nothing, just looping forever. Um, And they do come across like, it looks like it's a trap. Like Link is having trouble getting uh, up these stairs because it's so heavy. And then Zelda's like, Oh, I know what'll help. Gives him another big kiss. And he, and then he stands up, he stands up a bit straighter now. And he's like, yeah, I'm good. This, this, yeah, this totally works. But then they get to uh, like a, a a T in the road, and enemies appear on both sides. So, well, he, first he he says he's happy. Basically, his sentiment is, "I'm happy that I get to go on a rescue mission while I make out with the person I'm rescuing." Like this is the best rescue mission ever, right? <laughs> um, he also does a really great uh, Abla's impression here because uh, they hold the shot on Link's face after he says that. Uh, and you, it's supposed to be Zelda off screen going, hurry up, dumb boy. But instead, Link's face says, hurry up, dumb boy. Um, I saw like really his great. lips moving really more, great. right? Um, but yeah, then we come across a bunch of enemies and they basically kill each other. Like, yeah. They yeah. just stumble. All over. One, one of them throws a boomerang and then gets hit by the boomerang when it comes back to them. Uh-huh. Uh, oh, I just it's ro- like Link on the head. He kind of ducks, but it's sort of like, ah! And, right. And, they, and, he's stumbling all over the place. He sets the Triforce down on the ground in the underworld. Mm-hmm. Um, he has, I don't know, put it in your infinite pocket, man. Like no, It's too heavy. Put it somewhere. The bag of holding has a, a, a magic limit, apparently. Um, eventually, we do see that, like, uh, Zelda picks up the Triforce, runs away. Uh, Link helps the actual well zelda gets out opens the door when sees link making out with dark right. zelda and then dark zelda runs off because she's just like ah crap i've been figured out like link will know what's up even though he already knew beforehand he didn't mm-hmm. he didn't take advantage of the fact exactly that he knew. like they, they use the trope 
but then they don't use any of the things to go along with the trope. Like, until the very, very end, nothing is done with this information other than to just extort kisses from a thing that sort of looks like Zelda. Mm -hmm. That's all he does with this information, is just play it cool. Um, uh, yeah. Like they they chase Dark Zelda around, and then we get this scene that at first I thought was going to be like a Scooby Doo thing of like all the doors. In the I hallway. did too. I was very mad when it wasn't because I was going to um, be like, "Oh God, Scooby Doo trope!" But they just use the framing of the Scooby Doo trope, and then don't do any Scooby Doo tropiness. See, I thought this was actually more faithful to like the original game of just like getting lost in a dungeon. Yeah, like, I'm going to go through this door here. Oh wait, this take it. This took me around to this area here. Oh wait, they're gonna go in there. Where am I going? Like they they just found this area that connects to different areas of the dungeon that just circle around each other. Mm -hmm. um, but it's it's a useless scene. <laughs> they just run around. Link almost catch, catches Dark Zelda, and then regular Zelda opens up a door and knocks him out for a second. Yeah, that's all that happens. Um, yeah. At one point, she Dark I, Zelda. I was the, um, I was actually fooled uh, into thinking that they had switched them at some point in here but it was because they accidentally messed up Zelda's color palette at some point Link and real Zelda are together and at some point she yells at him for something and she's got Ablis's outfit on but it's it's still clearly Zelda so and I was like oh man oh wait are they trying to confuse no they're not trying to confuse me production just sucks <laughs> Uh, at one point, Dark Zelda uh, jumps down a hole in the ground and then immediately covers it up. And then they go through a door and it's just a ledge to nowhere. And then mm -hmm. Link knocks Zelda off this ledge. And he makes a joke of like, watch, look out where I'm going or something like that. Um, and it's just annoying again. Uh, then they show up a, a, around another corner and they, they, there's Octorox above them on this like spire. Yes. But then they're like just sort of spitting at them, not like shooting. It's just the way the ball, the, the like evil balls are coming out of their mouth are just like, bleh. Yeah. Bleh. bleh. <laughs> this is inconvenient. And then Link says, All right, I'm going to use my force field ring and then jump off of this ledge and fall for eternity, potentially. Michael Bay moment, man. Michael Bay moment. <laughs> Uh, we do eventually get the the scene that we were all waiting for, where Zelda and Dark Zelda get covered in mud. That's I mean, it. when they no. actually um, do something they with get, the trope, <laughs> the scene no, we were get, all waiting for. They get covered in mud because uh, they wanted to do it where Link can't tell the difference between them. I'm you know, the real they, Zelda. Shoot her scenario, basically. Yeah, but he knows th there's only one way Link could figure this out, and that's by being a pervert. <laughs> mm -hmm. and so he says let's... all right let's see let's go one of you i i have to do a kissing test which again dark zelda was like gladly and i'm like that already sets it off it could, she could have been like gladly and then he immediately right. just shoots her which, like that's all it would take i thought that was what was gonna happen but unfortunately no no he no, no he's still gonna take that kiss this is the uh the the horny perv version of the the Solomon story where he's like, well, we'll just cut the baby in half and, you know, that'll be fine, right? And the one lady's mm -hmm. like, sure. And the other lady's like, no, that's my baby. She can take it. Yep. This, this is the exact same thing. Exactly like uh, the Bible. 
but no, they they figure this out. Ganon shows up and he's just like, did someone say Ganon? And he didn't actually say that. We have this moment where Ganon's like, you'll never be able to escape. And then Link shoots the ceiling of the underworld. Mm-hmm. Like they've been falling for a while and that that does not seem that far up. And also it's just, you're telling me that there is just like this thin, relatively layer of, of earth between the underworld and the overworld. Yes, that is what they're telling us because the, it's, the destructo disc at the beginning shot out of the underworld like and exploded into the overworld. I, yeah, I don't know. And then it, I didn't think that there was going to be much, but I, at first I was just like, okay, that just must be underneath some other room or something like that. The debris falls and, and hits Ganon, knocks him mm-hmm. down under the water. And then Zelda's like, here, let's grab onto the Triforce and float out of here because that's something else that the Triforce can do, apparently. Well, yeah, he, I mean, he Zelda gives his, do to the his, Triforce. Yeah. Sh- sure. I guess is the Triforce. All things just are a possible through Triforce, like, who strengthens me. Well, he he said that you know she normally can make it float. So float, She's de- yeah, that's de- like float like a balloon. You know where it just didn't, it wasn't heavy or something like that. This they they use it like a rocket to shoot <laughs> out of here. You know, and they're in this show's speed, so it's still only going two miles an hour. We also we, we didn't we didn't mention. So yeah, at the end, well. Of the the kissing test, uh, Link or Zelda kind of punches Link to be like, "You asshole!" And uh, he immediately turns around and shoots Ablez in the face. No, no Zelda does. Zelda, oh, Zelda, Zelda does? uses the sword to shoot them. Okay, yeah. so Zelda grabs his gun and shoots her in the face. Okay, mm-hmm. sure. And I don't know. I assume. Yeah, that's right. Dark okay, Zelda... Zelda does. Yeah, sorry. Dark Zelda will turn. Well, I don't know. No, that's what I mean. She's will not in the Dark jar. Dark Zelda be in the jar. She's not or... in the jar. I we don't know. We don't see the jar in this episode. Oh, is this not the, the one where we we cut to the jar at the very end? No, that's the next one. Okay. Um, or no, is it? Or yeah. Oh no, no, that's the next one. Um, yeah, yeah, it is the next one. You're right. So yeah, we don't we don't know. We're not. <laughs> Let's be honest. We're not going to see her come back. We're mm. not going to like everything resets to zero and we just like start back over every single episode <laughs> for 15 minutes. Um, and then the series will end and we'll never have to speak of it again. It will just be wiped away with, <laughs> with, with the tides. <laughs> so I, I also need to point out that, uh, we got three excuse me, princesses. I didn't want to talk in about one it. episode. So, <laughs> Somebody please grab Link's sword and shoot me in the face. Uh, in the next episode, uh, we're going to be talking about Underworld Connections, one of the most lamest episode titles that we've had in the series before because almost every episode has an Underworld Connection. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Because almost every episode, the Underworld is the only one trying. Mm-hmm. Every The good guys are just kind of like, content to clean yep so thank you for doing this to us all that stuff uh we will talk to you next time oh boy
Hello, my name's Jonathan Dunn, host of the O3C podcast. Every week I'm joined by my two best gaming buddies, Chris and Minty, and we talk about the games we're playing, the games we love, and how they rank alongside our sacrosanct top 100 favourite video games of all time lists. Deep dives into gaming mechanics, history and lore abound, all topped off with lashings of irreverent wry British wit, witterings and wisdom. For details on the show and more, head to o3c.games and tune in every Monday on the HyperX Podcast Network. The Chat of the Wild podcast is part of the HyperX Podcast Network. HyperX is our sponsor and the maker of the acclaimed Quadcast and Quadcast 5 microphones. Quadcast USB mics look and sound amazing, and they're packed with features. With four selectable polar patterns, you'll get great sound no matter what you're recording. The included shock mount and pop filter mean you won't have to shell out extra cash for a great setup. Then there's the eye-catching LED indicator and tap-to-mute sensor. So you can tap in and tap out to stop broadcasting accidents. It's time for you to tap in with the HyperX Quadcast and Quadcast S. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to Chat of the Wild. It's me, your boy, BC. Uh, I'm here with my co-host, Jeremy Harvey. What the? (laughs) And Brian Howard. Put your microphone out there. I couldn't hear any of that. Anyway, uh, so we're back with another episode of the Zelda animated series. Um, this episode, written by the lovely Bob Forward. Uh, is, My hero. Yeah. Old, good old Bob. Good old Bob. Not uh, his, his, his sister and his wife, not, not in this one. So, Yeah. Flying solo for a change. Yeah. Uh, so this is Underworld Connections. Uh, in- I think that only means that nobody... Uh, Nobody did a read over on this one, or <laughs> no one did an editing pass on it. It's just they just yeah. went with it. So this one was gotten away with by Bob Forward. <laughs> <laughs> so this episode starts with a sleepwalking Link picking up his bow and shooting a tether <sighs> over to uh, over to Zelda's balcony. And then starting to walk over. And this is the weirdest thing because it implies that Link is a creep even in his sleep. Uh, unnatural. He he even he even kind of like he's the one who puts that idea forward because he, he's trying to like sleep assault Zelda and then she calls him on it and wakes him up and he's like, Maybe I'm an unconscious assault sexual assaulter, I guess. His direct quote is whether awake or asleep, you're the girl of my dreams. Yeah. Zelda re- like Zelda originally roasts him for it, and he's like, "But did that line work?" And she's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna give you a kiss." And then- so, um, I do need to point out in in my version, this is where the the cell got crooked, <laughs> and you could see either I don't I don't know what the term is for it, but they're the lines that are outside outside of the the cartoon or even the, the film holes? cell. But it could be. It could be. It's either that or it's like an alignment thing. I don't know if it's actually like holes or if there are lines on the film to denote like for the the camera to like know where it's supposed to be or something or like I don't yeah. know. Mm-hmm. Um, but almost it, like it, the, it the clapper in, in in like when you're filming a real movie and it's like here's where we are, but outside of the cell itself. And so the cell was crooked on this one, 
And so it was not only blurry, but you could see at the top a little like corner of it was just like had those black and the lines in it. So because oh, actually, yeah, because that makes more sense because this was I also have an issue with the next episode where you can see the the edge of the physical cell that they would use to move across the screen. You can see that it on the side on the left. So this had to have been something where I'm. This this couldn't have been like, I don't know if you guys just saw it on a lower quality or what, and because I'm watching it like uh, the highest quality from the master or something like that, but this would have been like the camera or something was like slightly crooked as it was taking a picture of this shot or something like that. Like, I don't, it's, I don't know the exact, you know, methods on how these things are made. Something was broken, but it was kept in and it's something else breaks in the next episode too. That was kept in. It's it's in the masters, Jeremy, because it's on it's on the version I watched too, which is just someone uploaded the Good. DVD I'm not to crazy. Daily Motion. Yeah, no this this made it onto television. <laughs> Great. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, terrible production quality aside, um, Deke. The <laughs> before Link can get his kiss, a couple of vires sweep in and try and steal the t- the Triforce. And Link makes a whole point about how the vires aren't, like, it's too heavy for them to carry, even though we know that Zelda can make it float. Um, and Zelda's like, not if they blow it up. And that's, and that's exactly what they were doing. Yeah, that's literally <laughs> it. The, the vires come in and they blow up the Triforce into three pieces so that they can steal it. Which, one, why didn't they do this before? Two, why have First time they thought of it. Yeah. They got to go through the list. We're on plan F now. Okay. <laughs> like we, we are working through it. Plan B wasn't even the second plan. I, I think uh, that was in the last episode where Ganon was like, this is, I've been saving this one. This is, this is the plan. <laughs> this is the good one. It's all working perfectly. Um, that It's funny that we, we, Zelda puts forward that thought and then the vile vires, quote unquote, explain further explain <laughs> that that is ex- in fact exactly what they were doing and like now we can carry it and i think my question is why haven't Link and zelda done this on their own and just hidden the triforce in three different places across the land so that because that's what that's what we did in the first game was to assemble it so why would we then go back and hide it again fair fair uh, I, I like as as Link falls uh, to his death. Um, Zelda's on it, and she like saves him. She says, she says "Nothing doing, Buster," and yeah, saves him. I had to look up that phrase. Nothing doing. I've heard that I was one like, before. Is, I haven't, and I was like, "Is this a Canadian phrase? Is this a 1950s phrase?" And, like, and <laughs> Buster is also a. Uh, um a term that like there's there's even like the phil collins vehicle buster where he plays a a uh a what is it he's like a bank robber but he's trying to go straight or something like that and that, i've never seen the movie but it's called buster yeah i'm sure that's what they're referencing <laughs> no no I, i'm not saying they're referencing that that's just that's just a term but nothing doing I think, buster i think we are a generation old enough to have heard parents or grandparents saying that but that's probably as that's as far as it's going to go 
like that term, just Buster alone, but definitely, definitely, I mean, nothing doing. I was just like, did she read her lines wrong? Like, was she supposed to say there's nothing to it or something like that? Mm. She said nothing's do nothing doing. Nothing doing. That, yeah, like, it's. If you if you watch enough old television growing up, because our parents watched old television growing up and their shows were still around, you hear some of this stuff. But then, man, they pull some they pull some terms out in this show that I've never heard before. And I think the other thing here is Zelda, especially in this episode, is incredibly capable. And it's just like Link's only here to do the dirty work. I feel like Zelda's fine on her own. Yeah. But um but yeah, so Zelda saves Link, six him on the virus, there's a little scuffle back and forth, and Link is able to save one of the Triforce pieces, but the mm-hmm. other two get Triforce taken chunks, off. thank you. No, oh, chunks, <laughs> sorry. Uh, uh we get our we get our first excuse me princess of the episode. Oh, and there's this gonna one be has so multiple. many. I think this is probably some of the more justified ones, though. Well, like, and, but also to the point where he's also making fun of himself because I think he says it like six times throughout this whole four, episode. I think, but yeah. four. Okay, felt like six. There, there's one time he says it, and I think it's actually funny. We'll get to that later. Yes. But there's also a point where he starts to say, "Excuse me, princess," and Zelda just stops him. She's just like, "No, yeah, no, we're not doing this." I think, we're I think at this, <laughs> I think they know the joke at this <laughs> point that this is really dumb, and they're and Bob is leaning into it. They have. Had to, they had to have d- produced all of these before it was all done. So even in production, they were ge- they were like, people are going to be so tired of this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like they knew <laughs> in the middle of it, being like, this was going to be annoying to people, and we're going to make jokes about how annoying it is. Yeah, um, Link also does have underwear under his tunic, at least. So with hearts. it's not. Yeah, he's got mm-hmm. the the classic boxers with hearts on them. I just how. I did not want to see Link and Zelda in their pajamas as much as I have in this series. Like what? They're always they're they're every other episode. They're in their pajamas. I'm right there with you, buddy. <laughs> uh, yeah. And, and we see this because when Link does take out the Vire, he shoots it point blank with his gun and it disappears. But he was hanging out the window with his feet on the window holding it from from flying away and with his hand on the triforce chunk and that that leaves him when it disappears to just dangle from the window yeah so so now we have two missing triforce pieces and zelda's idea is because the chunks of the triforce are magically connected i suppose um link why don't you just shoot at the triforce <laughs> And then the beams will come out of the other pieces and kill the virus. So literally, Link just shoots into the Triforce like a like Portal Two, and mm-hmm. <laughs> kills the virus. And then the other two chunks, one falls in the like in the water of the Black Falls, and then the mm-hmm. other falls in this like magma cave. And it's not like a volcano because we're underground, but it's just like a big magma cave. Um, yeah. Because so, at this point they've hit the underworld, uh, they've flown into t- they've they've scattered they've they've split up and gone. Well, through there's two- an entrance every five hundred feet. They're fine, right, right? And yeah. And so now Zelda's like we, right. we also get a one-off line about Link's dirty room, of course. But you know, yeah. 
Can't forget about that. So this is the most ridiculous part of this like whole like new Triforce chunks are magically connected rule is mm-hmm. Zelda puts her hand on one side and is like, oh, hey, this side's wet. So one of them has to be underwater. And this side's hot. So this one has to be somewhere with fire. And now they're going to go to the underworld and find uh, find someplace wet, I guess. And so yeah. they uh, start Link's off. not happy about it, though. He says it's past his bedtime and he doesn't want to. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> but they, they start off, they go to... They go to this pond, and I thought this was ridiculous because it's like, as Jeremy said, there's an entrance every 500 feet. Like, mm. and Zelda's like, "Oh yeah, I know a spot. It's a it's an underworld entrance." And then Link doesn't believe her, and then she just zaps it with some spell. Is she holding the other uh, wisdom piece? Is that yeah. why she's able to use wisdom magic or something? I forget. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe because we've seen maybe, that before. Maybe not. Who knows? When she's um, when she's holding it on a balloon, we missed the part where we cut over to Ganon being upset with his <laughs> minions about losing it, and he Let's keeps blink over to that scene keeps real quick. Snapping to his, he keeps snapping his fingers. He says three words, snaps his fingers, teleport. Now I thought it was hilarious. There's a scene where we see his throne, and he is just floating off to the right of his throne, like he has a place to sit, but he's like, <laughs> I'm going to choose to just float around, and I'm gonna snap, and I'm gonna like for it's it's all for impact. He's just it's going to just the like, left and to the right and to the left and to the right of his chair, just because he was, imagine. He was, he was floating near the evil jar to yell at the fire. And they're like, dude, we don't know where it is. I was flying so fast. I have no idea where I dropped it. But just picture being one of those little minions in the jar watching Ganon just snap around. Who And you're just like, who is he talking to? <laughs> like, what is going Like, why is he doing this? He's why also he facing away this? from you. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> I love it so much. It's just, Ganon, this is the only time I love Ganon in any Zelda thing. And I love this Ganon so much. <laughs> We've talked He's about this so before. so extra. How, like, blah the, the concept of Ganon is for the most part in Zelda games. Like, Ganondorf, maybe a little less so, but still kind of in that vein. But for the most part, Ganon's just like, yeah, he's an evil pig dude. What? And this one, he's like, oh, man, he's working it. He's really trying. So Ganon's big plan is he doesn't know where the pieces are, but he's going to send out all of his minions to all the corners of the underworld and then see who Link murders to track them down. Like he right. literally is like, I know Link and I know he's going to murder everybody. So <laughs> He's got that gun. He's going to use it. <laughs> He's got that gun. Um, He's got that gun that is for some reason connected to this giant jar that I have full of magic smoke yeah. and monsters. <laughs> you know, Link, you know, Link keeps that thing on him. So this is the plan. Uh, so, so now they're they're down in the underworld. They're headed for the Black Falls, and a bunch of ropes, aka snakes, show up and attack Zelda and Link. And as soon as Link starts blasting him, Zelda's like, no, you can't do this. Ganon's going to know we're here if you keep killing all the enemies. Mm. And then uh, two seconds later, she takes out a boomerang and kills 
two enemies. Like she's like, don't kill well, the ropes. Stop murdering them because like Ganon's gonna know if you if you keep zapping them. And well, well the boomerang. Well, see you, what you don't realize is the boomerang kills their soul as well. So it actually <laughs> totally turns no, them into nothing. It's only it's supposed to stun them. Remember, it's just supposed to like drop them to the no, ground. No, I don't. I'm I've spent too long into this world. I do not remember <laughs> actual logic. I um, <laughs> speaking of lacking logic, uh, Zelda also sticks a compass onto the Triforce chunk, and that somehow tells her things. I have like five ellipses in my in my note on that, where she has, and then just long stunned silence from Brian. Um, and then. I, we, we Link also gets there. a roundhouse kick in. Sorry, sorry. Just just roundhouse kick. <laughs> so we skipped over this, but there is a scene going into the underworld where Link says, hold up, Zelda. Take these two boomerangs. We might need them, which is the most <laughs> unnecessary scene ever because like every other instance, we've just assumed that Zelda has boomerangs in her pocket. <laughs> and then it also implies that the boomerangs are one-time use. Uh, yep, because she uses exactly two in this like episode. <laughs> oh God, you're right. I didn't even consider that. And like, they're not. Sorry, these aren't Australian boomerangs. These are New Zealand boomerangs. Those ones don't come back. Okay, okay, fair enough. <laughs> it's, it's like the whole idea of a one-time use boomerang is <laughs> just anyway. Anyway, it just doesn't come back to you. It comes back to someone else. And you never know who it's going to be. So you, you toss it, and it's going to go somewhere. Now I'm going to just go through life like afraid that a boomerang's going to come out of nowhere and hit me in the face. <laughs> so uh, after after this second second uh, excuse me princess happens here. Yeah. So yeah, Link goes or Link says excuse me princess when he's getting attacked by the ropes. Then they actually get to the Black Falls to get the to pick up the Triforce chunk. And Zelda says, Link, you got to dive in the water. You got to get this. And he's like, all right, well, can I get this? She says that she needs to do that because this is the wettest place around. (laughs) 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 Why would you just... It's clear there's water. You just have to say there's water down there. You don't have to talk about how wet this place is. Wet's on a spectrum in the underworld. I checked the humidity, and this is the most humid place (laughs) in the underworld. Uh but Link, of course, says, hey, can I get a kiss beforehand? And this is my favorite excuse me princess in the entire show because he goes in for the kiss and she just pushes him directly into the water, uh, directly <laughs> off a cliff. And as he's like falling into the water. You just hear him say, excuse me, princess. And I was like, okay, that was actually funny for once. Yeah, for yeah. once. Also, he it's- might be apologizing. Excuse me, I'm sorry. I tried to kiss you. <laughs> I need to respect your boundaries. <laughs> well, let's not get too far ahead of ourselves here. I don't think that's ever going to come out of his mouth. He only has those realizations when he's free falling. Okay, mm, we all okay. know this. Yeah. And and so now we have another moment where it's like, oh, we got to hit the checklist of mentioning of name dropping another Zelda enemy. Uh, mm-hmm. And Link runs. Got to into- sell some more games, man. Yeah, Link runs into Aquamentis. Uh, and he's like having this rodeo moment because he doesn't have his like sword or anything because he just jumped mm-hmm. into the water. And so he grabbed a bomb earlier, and uh, and Zelda grab <laughs> so Zelda grabs Chekhov's bomb. I mean Link's bomb. 
Yeah, and then, yeah, Zelda grabs Chekhov's bomb, because you see this bomb sitting here, just out earlier, uh, and instead of, like, using the boomerang, maybe, to kill the Aquamentus, she just chucks a bomb and just blows the whole thing up with Link on it. Mm-hmm. Which but seems he's fine. a little unnecessary, but, like, Zelda's body count in this episode is pretty high. She murders <laughs> more than a few things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. After this, we transition to the lava area. There's a Gibdo that shows up for like just out of nowhere, out of nowhere, just no idea why, and just like just just like <laughs> just like runs into there and like out of nowhere. There's no battle cry. There's nothing. It's just like sprinting in. It's just full speed, uh, and so and it's just over in a second. All he does is shoot it. Yeah, he he. He shoots the Gibdo. Princess Zelda is once again, why are you killing these things? Uh, and then just <laughs> This is when Link. he gets cut off from yeah. his excuse me, princess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Excuse me. No. Nope. nope, we're not no, doing no. it. No, I'm not having it. I'm not having it. Zip it. Zip it. Zap it. <laughs> it's over. Uh, Link bounds off into the magma fields. Finally, like shovels the the last triforce chunk like up well so he runs into the lava like into this this fiery lava area with his shield his wooden shield mm-hmm. we all know you don't worry about pulling your wooden shield out when you're in the fire area yeah yeah i mean like at least in this one it like they kind of make it make sense he's like oh uh, here's the i'm using it to jump over this fire stuff but it's still like an okay but why moment like uh, yeah. uh, all right and so, as soon as they get the Triforce chunk, Ganon, of course, shows up, is ready to capture Link and Zelda and take the Triforce, and Link basically just, like, hot potatoes it over to Ganon. It's like, if you want mm-hmm. this, you can have it, and he flicks it up to him, and Ganon burns the crap out of his hands, trying to, to catch it. What a dummy. Yeah. And then, as soon as Ganon drops it, Link kicks it back over to Zelda, and Zelda can recreate the Triforce uh, of Wisdom. But this is where it gets Which absurd. seems to do something, nothing, nothing. Yeah. Everything. They just, <laughs> they just glue back together magically because. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, Jeremy, I'm glad you mentioned the wooden shield because now the fight starts and Ganon is just blasting Link with fire. And Link's, like, blocking with a wooden shield. Yeah. Yeah. and It's fine, though. It works. Wood, wood technology used to be better, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> uh... We're using cheaper wo- magic wood for our shields later. <laughs> I, I also like to point out that there's, in the ever-changing list of rules, Ganon now takes yes. three zaps to be yeah. sent back to the evil jar as opposed to two. Uh-huh. And 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 Link lets him know this. He he's like he reminds him of the rule of threes. This is kids on the playground. No, <laughs> I shot you with my magic shot. No, I had a shield up. No, I've got magic shot lotion on. Ha! I got the Triforce of Wisdom. No, I got it last. Yeah, and and so. Zelda, with one boomerang left, she only used one, uh, she's, he, she's like, all right, well, I can zap you, Ganon. It's my turn. 
hits Ganon with the boomerang, and then she and Link, in the most ridiculous scene ever, surf out on a sea of flames. <laughs> the fireboarding like, man. Yeah, on on his wooden <laughs> shield, they surf out of the underworld on a sea of flames, just flame riding the whip all the way to the surface. <laughs> but <laughs> but much like the Vire earlier, he he completely spells it out by going flame surfing. <laughs> yeah, it's absolutely ridiculous. We he, get has our, a, he has enough momentum to grab Zelda without slowing down and then surf all the way back to the entrance that they came in through. Yep. And then, you know, Breath of the Wild was inspired by this and put the shield surfing in. <laughs> yep, exactly. If in Breath of the Wild 2, there's just wooden shield flame surfing, we know where it came from. Only the wooden yep. shields, though. Only the wooden yep. shields. The other ones will get too hot. Yeah, they'll melt. <laughs> they can't handle it. Yeah, burn no. your feet. Also, so, so so just the third hit send Ganon into the jar with the boomerang. Yeah, the the boomerang sends yep. it back to the jar. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I guess a boomerang is just as good as a gun. Yeah. As the episode closes out, we get our classic scene of Link asking Zelda for a kiss, and Zelda saying no because he looks too gross. And meanwhile. Zelda is just like covered in soot, just covered in ash and soot and everything else. Uh, maybe and maybe we, she thinks she's too gross to kiss anyone. And then we cut Honestly, to the evil jar, and then Ganon is just like bumping around in there with all the enemies that Zelda and Link just murdered. And he's like, I'll get him next time. <laughs> <laughs> My plan is working perfectly. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so that is uh, Underworld Connections. We learned a lot about the Triforce. Uh, we learned a lot about Ganon. And, uh, we learned a lot about ourselves. We found the wettest place in the Underworld. I learned less about myself. <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy got negative knowledge about himself personally. <laughs> uh, I, would you guys like to learn a little bit more about Ganon? Okay, I, sure. I've got a little uh, a little wrap up on uh, Len Carlson, who is the voice of uh, Ganon in this thing. Also, probably the I don't want to call him most prolific voice actor because a lot of these voice actors have um, extensive, you know, filmographies or TVographies or whatever you want to call it, but. Um, he plays Green Goblin in the, the very famous, uh, meme heavy Spider-Man, uh, cartoon from the late sixties. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. So that, that's Again, his first I like Ganon even more now. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, and then in the eighties, uh, he's, he pops up in a lot of deep cartoons, but he plays the main villain, Professor Coldheart and the Care Bears. Uh, Deke, the Deke version of Care Bears, as as we all know, of course, of course, <laughs> Professor Coldheart, very much so. That there's a there's a Gen X growing up thing right there. Um, he he's got a a notable good guy appearance though. He voiced Swamp Thing in Swamp Thing. Oh, um, at this point he starts showing up in things like um, uh, non Deke stuff, but uh, like X Men animated series plays the uh, Senator Robert Kelly. Um, they're bringing that back. Yeah, yeah. They're bringing it back. I'm excited. Anyway. <laughs> um, pops up in the Donkey Kong Country cartoon as Crusha and Critter. Uh, hi, Tiffy. 
uh, stuff like that. We've got him in like uh, some some uh, Disney shows and and things like Roly Poly Oli for some reason. But I thought this one was fun. He voices two characters, Hugo and Q, in Street Fighter Three Third Strike. <laughs> so he's got some video game work in there. Oh, too. whoa! Yeah, uh, I don't. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So I don't uh I don't have a list of his video game appearances. Um I would like to look into that too, but we're not doing that here necessarily. Um but this is this is mostly just his television voice work. All voice work it seems. Uh some some of these guys uh some of these other actors we've talked about have have done live action stuff too, but yeah. He's uh I I'm liking Len Carlson. I'm loving Gannon even more. Um it's the only good thing about this show. So yeah. Well, thanks again for joining us uh, as we suffer through this. I think there's only a few more episodes left. Um, yeah, like four. Four, yeah. Five, so, five, four. Four or five, I think. Our time with the series is is growing short. Uh, but yeah, thanks Whew. again. And uh, <laughs> thanks again to our patrons for making this possible. Uh, you can Absolutely. Catch us, catch us again thanks. next time on Chat of the Wild. Legend of Zelda cartoon series. <laughs>